Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I I really, really appreciate it. And as I've mentioned, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts is so helpful to me. Um, I saw this review today. It says, don't forget your tea in a blanket. <laughs> this podcast feels like talking to your best friend about things that really matter. Take a listen and enjoy learning about yourself. Thanks so much. And if you leave a review, I do read them. They do mean something to me. So I'm just appreciative for all of you guys and everyone who's interested in improving their relationships. Like you rock. You are doing the work. So without further ado, let's get in there. Let's do some more work. Hmm. I feel a lot of warm feelings about this topic. So a lot of times in my work, there is one partner who is expressing their needs and kind of begging for them to be met. But there's another partner that I don't think gets talked about a lot who, when you ask the question, what do you need? Their answer is, I don't really need anything. Or I'm good. I don't need much. And yes, that may be true, but I also want to shed light on an alternate perspective for that person. If you are that person that would say you don't really have a lot of needs. We could go into a whole thing about (laughs) attachment theory and and how that all starts, but I'll, I'll just pick it up from where you are here today as an adult. Needs might feel like a word that just is unnecessary. It is, um, might have a little bit of a feeling attached to it, like clinginess, or um, maybe there's some beliefs attached to that word. Like you cannot depend on everyone, so there's no point. You just got to take care of things yourself. And it's also possible that you're completely neutral about the word needs. You just don't relate to it. But I want to offer you Like I said, an alternate perspective, instead of the word needs, I'd like you to consider these questions. What is something your partner could do that would be helpful? What is something your partner could do that would let you feel cared for? What is something your partner could do that would make your life just a little bit easier? Make sense? And so instead of seeing it as these big needs that you're supposed to have or else you're not going to be okay, because here's the thing, you are probably very self-sufficient. You have been a, an adult for a long time, maybe even when you weren't supposed to be an adult, maybe when you were a child, you've been taking care of yourself, you've been taking care of others, you will find a way. At the end of the day, you don't really need anyone. But, alternate perspective, intimacy involves two people. It is a joy 
to share with someone else, to give and to receive. It feels good. And I hope you are with someone that it would feel good for them to be able to give to you. They want to give to you. It would make them feel good. And so relationship, part of being in relationship is allowing our partner the joy of being able to give to us. To allow for that emotional intimacy, spiritual intimacy, sexual intimacy, intellectual intimacy of a mutual sharing. And so I hope that you don't deny your partner that opportunity, that gift, that pleasure. And instead, think of a way that your partner can participate with you where they can help, where they can care, where they can offer and you are receiving fully. And so what does that look like? Emotionally, uh, you might be someone that if something big is happening at work or with family, you don't like to open it up and process it in the moment. You put it in its box, you deal with it when it's time. Um, And so when your partner comes to you and is like, babe, are you okay? What's going on? For the most part, you're going to answer, I'm good. And not as a lie, but just as a, I'm assessing everything that's going on. There's nothing you can directly help with. And I don't really want to unpack that right now anyway. So yeah, I'm good. It's, it's, it is what it is. (laughs) That's fine. You can, you can have that. I understand you have a system. You pack your boxes away. You open them up when you're ready. That's fine. But how can we create an emotional intimacy connection point with your partner? It could be something like, um, yeah, I am really stressed and acknowledging that I'm really stressed. There's some big deadlines coming up at work. I don't really want to talk about it, but, and here's where that, how can they help you comes in, but can we just watch a show together or can we cuddle? That would really help me. Or maybe you are um, <laughs> working on a big house project and you're, you're putting up shelves or building a table, I don't know, whatever floats your boat, and your partner says, you good? Do you need help with anything? A way that they can participate with you is saying, um, I've got most of the table right now, but would you mind grabbing my toolkit or... Um, Yeah, I've got everything good here. I would love some lemonade if you felt okay making some lemonade. Do you see that? That can even feel a little bit vulnerable to say that, ah, I don't want you to go out of your way. I don't technically need lemonade, but it would be nice. If your partner is open to participating with you and is asking to share an intimacy and meet a need, allow them to. In sexual intimacy, you know, that it's the same concept. What do you need? What do you like? What feels good? What would feel better, even if what you're already doing feels good? What would you enjoy? And you can phrase that from that perspective rather than feeling like you're telling your partner, oh, you're not doing this good enough and I don't even like this. Here's what I want instead. It's that feels really good. Could we try this? 
or just giving them feedback on a time in the past or the recent past where they've done something that you really liked, that you've really enjoyed, that can be a way of expressing a need too. Or let's say it's something like they ask for sex a little bit more than you are, you know, desiring it. And so you might express your need in terms of, could we um, just have a bath together before we jump right into it? Or could we enjoy some of this foreplay stuff a little bit longer? Or um, could you help me make sure the house is all cleared up before we get into like sexy mindset? Because you might not have a specific need in terms of wanting to be, (laughs) I was going to give a very graphic example, so sorry. You might not have a specific sexual craving, but you might have things outside of sex that are needs for you. And so you can express those. And I will also say to that topic specifically, sometimes it can be hard for a partner to understand why you don't have a need within the sexual context, um, especially if they have a higher drive and love it, and they're like, why don't you love it? Which sex therapy, 10 out of 10 recommend, because there could be a lot of reasons that you don't. It could be you just literally are not craving it. It could be that you've got some blocks in your sexuality that are stopping you from really engaging with pleasure. Um, It could be because you're hungry and you haven't eaten yet. There's so many things. But all that to say, fine, think about what you need, what you like, what would enhance your experience and communicate that so your partner can meet that for you. And so a lot of these examples I've given so far are in the context of um, your partner asking you first. But I would like to challenge you just a little bit to do some self-scans so that you can preemptively and proactively think about what would be helpful, what would make your life easier, what you would enjoy, something like that, to communicate with your partner before they even ask, before they pick up on it. Because ideally, you would be able to increase your internal sensitivity, your internal thermometer, and pick up on your own things before your partner does. So... If you are noticing that you're just feeling irritable or cranky or tired all the time or just go, go, go and you're not sleeping or those are a lot of physical cues, um, emotional cues that can let you know that there is a need somewhere in the vicinity. We just got to find it. And it might not be something your partner can help with, like if there's a big project at work, sure, But, (laughs) you just hear my stomach grumbling, Um, but are you able to notice that something is on the radar and then think of another area that you could ask for help or care in that will help offset the cost or the weight of the stress area? So for example, I will use that work scenario again, just because it's an often one, or maybe you are uh, homeschooling your kids and your partner just isn't physically there. And so a lot of the actual homeschooling stuff only falls on you. And that just kind of is the way it is, whatever that might be. You've got a stress area over there that isn't directly linked to your partner and it is bleeding into your overall personal well-being. 
And so we might ask for our partner to help us balance out other stress areas and take some of it off of our plate. So the scales balance for that time period. Like, hey, could you actually um, pick up the kids after school just for these next two weeks? There's a really big thing going on at work. That would be super helpful. Or maybe it's something like um, work is crazy, um, stuff with the kids is crazy, but I really miss you. It w- I would I would really appreciate if we could just go on a date and have fun and not worry about any of this stuff. Like, can we go camping? Can we go escape together for a little bit? Or if it's something where you can use your partner's help that um, you've just kind of been pushing through and you're starting to feel resentful, which ding, 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 resentment is a great indicator that there is a need that has not been expressed and it has passed its overdue label. <laughs> it, it's needing something. So maybe you did try to just like grit and push through it because you didn't want to rock the boat. Uh, I'm a big fan of rocking the boat. Pun intended. Um, well, pun not intended, but welcomed. So rock the boat a little bit. It doesn't have to create conflict. It doesn't have to create disagreement between the two of you to express a need before it becomes a resentment especially if you're able to articulate it before it becomes a resentment. Now you're not doing any of the projecting or the criticizing or the passive aggressiveness. You're just kind of saying, hey, babe, um, this next month is going to be kind of wild. Here is something that would be helpful because I anticipate it could get really stressful. Or even just saying, hey, I know I said that um, I didn't need your help with XYZ before, but turns out I kind of do. I'm getting super overwhelmed. Is there any way that you can see that you'd be able to help me out? Or being more specific and telling them what you want. So there's a lot of variables in here, and I know you hear me kind of giving different angles to it because different things work for different people. Sometimes you just are not able to pick up on what could possibly help. It just feels super out of grasp. I would say that's especially the case if there's grief happening, um, if you've lost a loved one or something. It is really hard to dial in the sensors and pick up on needs because there's just something bigger demanding and needing your emotions, rightfully so. So at the very least, communicating and acknowledging that something is on the radar, something is happening that can help your partner give them an opportunity to step in and join you. And then the further step for that would be if you are able to find specifically an area that would be helpful or that you'd feel loved in, pointing that out and then letting your partner find their way to meet that need. Okay? Wonderful! So I hope that was helpful and I hope that um, it was pretty practical for you. If you are enjoying the podcast, please remember to share it with a friend, share it with your boo, or, and, or, subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, just basically saying how much you appreciate it, because it helps other people find it, and my deepest heart and hope is that people just have these relationship tools available for them, because not everyone can get into therapy, and so I like to provide helpful stuff through this medium if you would like to work with me though head to the podcast show notes or my website myintimacytherapist.com 
and schedule a free 15-minute consultation with me. I would love to work with you, whether you are in a relationship, whether you're dating. Let's talk. Let's talk about how I can help. So as always, thank you for listening, and I hope that you continue to use these tools to build a relationship where you feel fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. We'll talk soon.